Disclaimer. All views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guest, and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. Welcome to Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast that covers gaming news, upcoming releases, and topics from all aspects in the gaming industry. Kick back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge, the E3 extravaganza, where we're going to be covering everything that happened last week from E3. Joining me is my Destiny Insider, Jackson. Long time no see. Yeah, glad it has to be been. back. It's glad to have you back. Thank it's you. It's been a good while. You have it, it's late in season three, and we got you on now. Mm-hmm. Well, better late than never. Exactly. Uh, well, it's uh, we're gonna be starting off. We're gonna be jumping right into it because there's a lot we have to cover today. Okay. You ready for this? Let's do it. All right. So, starting off with today's startup screen is the one. The basically the pre-show to E3, the Summer Games Fest June 10th live stream. This was huge. They had it was a like an hour and a half show with uh, three performances. Um, we had uh, an indie performer, um, Japanese Breakfast. That was their name. Um, we had Weezer perform as well, and also the Sonic Symphony as well. Uh, because that Sonic Orchestra is coming later this month. You can watch it for free on, I think it's YouTube. So look forward to those. But we're going to jump into what was announced. Uh, and starting off, uh, we got the first trailer that they showed is a brand new Borderlands game. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> Tiny, was Tina's, cool. Tiny, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Um, mostly inspired by uh, one of the fan favorite DLCs from Borderlands 2, uh, Assault on Dragon's Keep. Uh, now we're just basically getting Dungeons and Dragons in Borderlands. Oh, dude, that I saw that trailer, dude. That was that looks so cool. It looks really dope. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get like a say like a sword that every time you hit it, uh, like seventeen more swords come out. I can see something like that. I can see that happening. Yeah, and uh, we also got, uh, got a cast. We have Andy Samberg, mm. Wanda Sykes, Will Arnett, Ashley Birch, of course, as Tiny Tina, and everybody's favorite, Butt Stallion. Butt Stallion. Sweet. And uh, it looks good. It's coming early 22. I'm really excited for this. I just platinumed Borderlands 3 not too long ago, so it's off of... Coming off of that, I'm I'm ready for another Borderlands game. Yeah, I bought all the DLCs. I think um, during a Steam sale, it was just for like RPGs, and uh, it was like the ultimate edition that came with both season passes and like the director's cut for like sixty bucks. That's pretty good. So I was like, yeah, yeah, that seems worth it. So been kind of chipping away at that. I'm doing the Handsome Jackpot DLC right now. It's it's been okay so far. Nice. Uh, from there, we got a world premiere of a new Metal Slug game, Metal Slug Tactics. So now you can basically it's uh, it's a SRPG or a strategy RPG um, where kind of like Fire Emblem, where you move your units on a grid based uh, thing and you attack through that. Um, that's the best way to put it, basically. Uh, so that's coming out soon. I think it's a next year title as well. Um, and then we got Hideo Kojima coming out here and showing off 
Death Stranding Director's Cut for the PlayStation 5. I, I don't know if that was like a meme or not, because that looked really stupid. <laughs> I mean, the trailer was funny. I, I, I will say this. I think Donkey put it best. Uh, Death Stranding has really cool trailers. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'll agree. I mean, I didn't like the game. I didn't like Death yeah. Stranding that much, but mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean, the trailer I was a, the trailer was a huge reference to Metal Gear Solid where uh, Norman Reedus grabs a box off the shelf, dumps out all the oranges and it's like a solid snake box. Yeah. And it, it was really funny. Yeah. Um, and then Jeff Goldblum came out and announced Jurassic World Evolution 2 coming later this year. I had fun with the first game for about 15 minutes, and then I I uninstalled it. It's all right. It's an all right park builder. I've mm-hmm. played it the first time. If you're time. a fan of, uh, like, you know, Roller Coaster Tycoon and those types of games, and you like dinosaurs and Jurassic Park and World, hey, perfect game for you. Um... And like I said before, we did have some live performances by Japanese Breakfast uh, for the game Sable, Weezer, and of course the Sonic Symphony, um, which were all really dope. Uh, and then Amazon Games came out uh, to reveal a... Oh, sorry. Amazon Games and Smilegate Games uh, presented Lost Ark, an MMO coming this fall. Um, and then they, of course, teased off the new season for Warzone. And the World Series of Warzone, which the eSport uh, partnered with uh, with Twitch Rivals and revealed some of the people participating in that. And then Ryan Reynolds came out and showed off a new trailer for Free Guy. Oh yeah, that movie. <laughs> uh, and guess what? It has cameos from your favorite gamers on the internet, like Pokimane, oh, Laserbeam, Jacksepticeye, Dan TDM. <laughs> And Ninja. Uh, so they have cameos as themselves as doing what they do, which is commentate on video games. Oh, my God. That's I, oh, that's funny. I mean, I, I'm actually the, the movie looks really good. I kind of I kind of want to go see it. It's it oh. looks pretty cool. If they don't linger on them, I think for too long, I think it'll be fine. But if it's just like gonna be like, oh, guys, Ninja is the main character. He's getting bad at gaming. <laughs> like if he's if it's like that, it's like okay, I enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and then we got a huge trailer for Among Us with the new updates that are coming. Uh, it's getting a hide and seek mode. Two new roles, the Sheriff and Scientist, some new colors and skins, the colors being Coral, Tan, Maroon, Rose, Banana, and Gray. Uh, Visor Cosmetics, Achievements, a new map in progress, and 15 player lobbies. I saw that. Oh, cool. Too bad I hate Among Us. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely run its course, honestly. Yeah, it's a, that's enough. Yeah, I think I mentioned it two weeks ago that since offline TV has now also ended their Among Us streams the game's probably gonna die pretty quick yeah i'd be inclined to agree uh then we got the head of the playstation indies shuhei yoshida talking about a new some new indies coming out salted sacrifice uh two uh, salted sacrifice a 2d souls type game with co-op it's a sequel to a different something in sacrifice game um which i can't remember the, off the top of my head uh, we got some new trailer for Solar Ash from Annapurna Interactive. Uh, we got a launch trailer for Chivalry 2, which is 
it's either out now or it's in its beta right now. It's in now. its beta. My cousin is so is huge into chivalry. Um and it's fun. It's like CSGO, but with like knights. And pretty it's like also like really uh hilariously gory, I believe. It is yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it is, yeah, because you'll get like dismember people when you kill them. Yeah, That's I remember about... that a lot with the first uh chivalry. Oh god. Yeah, it was funny. There's some funny moments in that game. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. We got a new Valorant operator, a brief tease with them. Um a new area slash mode for escape from tarkov the streets of tarkov is now a new area you can play in uh we got a trailer for two point campus another sim game uh we talked about two point hospital not that long ago when sonic had their sonic central thing because they're getting that game's getting sonic costumes but honestly it's a basically a college tycoon if you want to put it like that build your own college campus and do wacky things with it um, that is some weird crossover stuff. Smite uh, is getting a crossover with Stranger Things. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, so uh, you can now play as the Demogorgon. That's kind of cool, actually. I-, I like the Demogorgon. Demogorgon. Um, uh, we got a new public game publisher that was revealed, uh, Prime Matter. They teased Payday 3. Oh... About time. Um, so it was just a little teaser that, like, hey, they're going to be working on it. So that's cool if you like Payday. Um, then we also got a new studio with Xbox, uh, Stray Bombay. They're going to be an Xbox exclusive studio. Um, they are the Anacrusis, I believe, is what it was called, or that just what uh, just what it auto corrected to in my document. Oh. It's an alien left for dead four player co op style game. If you just look up Stray Bombay and Summer Games Fest, it'll show what the game is. It's basically Left for Dead in Space. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Rocket League is going to be collaborating with Fast Nine, and that collaboration is out right now. Seems fitting. Seems. <laughs> and then we got. Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt, a closed alpha that will be coming July 2nd. If you like the that uh, universe of games. Um, and then we got a new teaser for the Dark Pictures Anthology House of Ashes, which is the brand new uh, Dark Pictures Anthology game. People who did uh, Until Dawn. Um, that's their new horror series that they've been working on. And from the sound of it, the monster that you'll be dealing with is like Pazuzu or something, which is neat. Uh, we got a new trailer for Tales of Arise, the next Tales game, and that's coming out September 10th. Uh, Planet of Lana, an Xbox and PC game coming next year, all hand-painted. And it was the best-looking game the entire show, I will say that. Uh, Overwatch 2 changing to a 5v5 style, which is really cool. Uh, we got a D&D Dark Alliance game coming June 22nd. Uh, also really cool. Uh, they played a little bit of that. It, it was weird. They had some celebrities play that. Uh, Hannibal Buress, that's what. That's who was in that little oh, gameplay demo. Hannibal God. Buress, somebody from the WWE, and Jeff Keighley were playing the game with one of the devs that's uh, to show it off. Cool. Yeah. Um, in another weird crossover, Paladins is getting a crossover with Rooster Teeth's Genlock, starring Michael B. Jordan. Uh, so you can now play as the Genlock characters in Paladins. 
we got a new trailer for Monster Hunter Stories 2, which we'll be talking about more with E3, as that got, game got a lot of coverage. Uh, July 9th is when that comes out. Endless Dungeon from Amplitude and Sega. Got a new trailer for that. Uh, then Giancarlo Esposito came out to talk about Far Cry 6 and, uh, of course, uh, his villain character that he plays. Uh, Fall Guys has a new 2B costume from Nier, and that's out right now. Um, then we also got another new game studio premiered, uh, Deviation Games. Uh, it's basically a bunch of former Call of Duty devs that formed their own studio. They're partnering with PlayStation. Uh, a new trailer for Tribes of Midgard, which comes July 27th. The Evil Dead game got an official trailer. It's a 1v4 style game. One player is the monster, four people are survivors. Kind of like Dead by Daylight, but you actually stand a chance a bit better from the looks of it. So it's a bit more balanced. That comes this year. And then the big thing at the end of the show, Elden Ring. Oh, Oh boy, I was excited for Elden Ring. I was so happy that they finally showed that off. I can't wait for that to come out. A brand new cinematic trailer uh, with a release date set of January 21st, 2022. Oh, dude, I can't wait for that game. I love the Souls games. Overall, I would give the Summer Games Fest a B plus rank as we will be ranking all the shows. Uh, I'll be ranking all the shows as I spent... A lot of hours watching every single show. And some of them, some of them are definitely better than others, but we'll be getting right into that. Uh, We'll be getting into the smaller shows actually right now with The Week in Review. The Week in Review, a look back at the top headlines and stories from the world of gaming. And this Week in Review, uh, some of the games that came out, just to kind of go over what did come out and what is out. Uh, Police Simulator Patrol Officers came out. Warzone Season 4 is active right now. And Helleborn came out on the Xbox, both the Xbox One and the Series X. And now we jump into the smaller E3 shows. um, Starting with Devolver Digital. uh, The usual funniest show of E3 and... It was, again. Uh, their theme of the show was an office pitch for a new subscription service, the Devolver Max Pass, which is not real. It's not a thing that's actually coming. Um, it was hilarious. There were a lot of chili dogs. Uh, and uh, some of the games that they showed off uh, were Shadow Warrior 3, uh, which was shown off right before the show. It's a uh, very Doom-like game with uh, Japanese-styled mythology, I think. It looks really cool. Uh, then we also had uh, Trek to Yomi, a 2D samurai game. Phantom Abyss, a temple action platformer game. Both of those coming out in... Uh, oh, sorry. Trek to Yomi comes out in 2022. And Phantom Abyss has early access available on June 22nd. Uh, then we got Wizard with a Gun and Death's Door. Both of them a different type of roguelike type game. Uh, Inscription, an escape room slash card game slash horror type game which with uh, a this year release. Uh, we're getting a free mobile game called Devolver Digital Tumble Time. With all of their properties just into a mobile game. A, match, uh, a matching mobile game. Uh, Demon Throttle, a retro-style top-down bullet hell shoot 'em up. 
And uh, the thing that they did, which I find hilarious, if you went to their store, you could buy some new merchandise that they put out. But one person, they were they were releasing one VHS copy of their show. What? And one person bought it. I don't know how much it was, but somebody bought a VHS copy of the Devolver Digital 2021 Showcase. That's so bizarre. It dude. is, but it's also very on brand with Devolver. <laughs> uh, and the final grade, I gave the show a B. It was really good. Um, they showed off some really dope indies, and it was, but it, and it was pretty good. But there wasn't a lot that they showed. Devolver Digital for me, like none of their games are ever on my radar. So I like, I, like I see them as like the people that just make the weird E three shows and like nothing more. I've never played like My Friend Pedro or like Shadow Warrior or any of those games. Like, so I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Are these guys deal? <laughs> like, they're good. They're a top tier indie developer, is what they are. Yeah. Uh, then we go on to probably the worst show of the day of the all E three Gearbox. Eh, yeah. So their theme, their theme was on. Their theme was a good theme. It was like an '80s university promotion tape. Like that was the theme. It was a great style, but man, was their show lacking. They started off with uh, the director of uh, Gearbox coming out. He's like, "Hey, everybody, I'm on the set for the Borderlands movie, but we can't show you anything yet. Oh my god, because we're still in production. Oh fuck off. Um, so we got to." We got some comments from the directors and the some of the producers for the movie, which was cool, I guess. Uh, and then it goes back to some game releases. Homeworld 3 is now in production. And that was, like their, I guess, their big one. I've never played a Homeworld game, though, so I can't really say I'm excited. But, hey, if you played Homeworld 2, which came out in 2003, I'm sure you're excited. I've never heard of Homeworld. <laughs> yeah, neither have I until now, but I'm like, okay. Uh, then we got uh, another, well, the same trailer for Tiny Tina's Wonderland, just with some director's comments afterwards uh, to talk about it. Um, then we got Godfall updates. It's coming to PS4. The PS5 exclusive is coming to PlayStation 4. Godfall? More like god-awful. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh they God. talked about the new Fire and Darkness expansion, the Lightbringer update, and the matchmaking beta that's coming soon, and it'll be on the PS4 August 10th, because Jeez. it didn't get a lot of sales, I'm assuming. Oh, God. I... Uh, and then they ended the show back on the movie set with Kevin Hart. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess I guess we did get like a couple more set pictures of like the silhouette characters, um, oh yeah, because Kevin Hart's playing uh, Roland, Roland, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a it's. I, I really I want to see a trailer for this movie soon, but I know we probably won't get it for a while because it's in production. But like, I really kind of want to see a trailer just to see how he looks. Yeah. Uh, the final grade I gave the show was a D. It, it just wasn't great. Yeah, it didn't. It wasn't that bad. Or, I, or it wasn't that good. I it wasn't not that good. Um, then we go to the PC gaming show and their theme. Uh, they were on a spaceship. Um, we had uh, Mika Burton was there. That was cool. Um, one of the jokes that they made off the bat was about uh, hoarding graphics cards, uh, which was kind of funny because it's very true that people are still doing that. And uh, throughout the show, 
You've got to vote to and enter to win a PC themed by MechWarrior 5. Which was cool. They were cool looking PCs, but I really didn't care. And uh gonna blast through all the games that they showed off. Uh, there's Naraka Blade Point coming August 12th, Dodgeball Academia coming 2021. Uh, they showed off more Chivalry 2 with some developer comments. Raw Men, which is a food fighting game, I guess. That, I've, <laughs> I didn't see that one. That uh, sounds weird. More Dying Light 2 with some director's comments. That comes <sighs> December 7th. Oh, I can't wait for Dying Light 2. Oh. <laughs> can't wait. We finally got another trailer for Humankind. Uh, the I, it's from Sega and it looks all cool, I guess. But it was teased like three, like almost like four or five months ago now, and they finally got a new trailer for it. Uh, they always run. Orcs must die. Three vampire. The masquerade. Swan song. Gigabash, which is a kaiju arena fighter. Hmm. Uh, Lemnis Gate. This one's interesting. It's a first-person shooter, turn-based game. What? Every so you basically take control of a character. You play for twenty-five seconds, making, having, building them a route to go kill the guy, and then your opponent goes to try to intercept that, and it goes on and so forth. And you have like X amount of characters that you each get, and it builds a cohesive, a cohesive scene at the end of it. It's really cool looking. It comes out August 3rd. So it's definitely one to keep an eye out on. That one definitely piqued my interest with how unique it is. Uh, hmm. Next, Space Rebels, a ball rocket building simulator coming fall 2021. War Tales, Ixion, Lakebird's Legacies, Mech Warriors 5 stuff, because that's who sponsored the PC gaming show this year. Uh, Silt, Hello Neighbor 2. More Jurassic World Evolution 2 with developer comments. And then Gaben appeared. That was awesome. That was fucking awesome. And uh, he, he didn't have much. He was reading off a script, and it was, but it was still cool to see Gaben. He's definitely gotten much older, and he's got a luscious beard now. <laughs> yeah. It seemed like they, like, paid him to do like a cameo like video you know like the cameo videos i yeah i feel like that might have been what they did honestly they, they just like wrote down like, just shit for him to say and then he's like he just had no idea that it <laughs> yeah it was, it was it was for something it was an event that's coming to steam that's like uh god i can't even remember but it's something with steam like a new event that's coming i think it's called like demos or something yeah i think it's like a bunch of demos that you'll mm -hmm. get access to right um then we got solstice warhammer 40k chaos gate De demon hunters uh pioneer a spooky shooter uh lumber hill tinykin tinykin's interesting it's like a very pikmin-esque which mm. looks interesting uh, Chernobylite, Scryfire, Icarus, Wandering Village, Death Trash, Songs of Conquest, Citizen Sleeper, and Project Warlock 2. And they even showed off some cool hardware. A glove controller that is very, uh, connects to, like, your nerves and shit, or something like that. Uh -oh. So, like, it's like, you'll get a faster reaction before you even click the mouse. Because it like recognizes all that stuff like right before you're about to click it, it recognizes that you're going to do it, so it does it for you even faster, which is neat. 
Uh, there was no price on it. Um, then we got like a cool new wheel controller for racing games. 350 bucks with how technologically advanced it is. Uh, then we got a Switch-like device, but, for, but it's a PC. Uh, there was no price on that. And lastly, they showed off a $3,000 monitor. What the fuck? Does the monitor play the game for you? Like, what? Is, <laughs> why is it three thousand dollars? I uh, I don't remember the. I all I know is like there's LED backing backlight on it, and uh, there's a lot of other shit in it. That's holy shit. Uh, there was a lot shown off, but not a lot interested me, so I gave them a C as their final grade. But yeah, they, they had. They definitely had like some of the a lot of the PC shows or like this and like stuff that showed off. Indies had a lot of games, and I give them credit, but like. The thing about the PC game show is like the way they presented it. Just there were, they could have done a better job presenting the show, and uh, but other than that, I think the, all of the game releases were dope. But it was a C for the final grade. Uh, next, the future game show, hosted of course by Laura Bailey and Troy Baker, uh, uh, sponsored by uh, the WD Black SSD uh, computer. Uh, hardware stuff um and uh they showed off a bunch of games it was very fast paced back to back which was really good it's what i like to see and what we got from them instinction a survival game in a world of dinosaurs uh but you like have guns and stuff properly is it second extinction or just extinction just instinction oh huh i know the game is second extinction which is like dinosaur left for dead but that sounds cool yeah, that comes out next year. Uh, Gross Song of the Evertree, a game coming out this year. A Tale of Paper, uh, which is uh, a Tale of Paper, Get Packed, Fully Loaded, oh, Gatewalkers, Backbone, Trifox, and more. Those were some of the games shown off on the show floor. And they have demos all available to play. I don't know if they're still available, but you should go check if they are. Esports Boxing Club. Uh, which has early access coming later this year. World War One, uh, a World War One FPS game called Hell Let Loose coming July twenty seventh. Red Solstice Two Survivors, a real time tactical RPG with up to eight player co op. Lake, which honestly, this one looks great. I, I really, this one looks dope. I really like this one. You play as a delivery person back in the eighties who's escaped to like this small town. It's just like very calming uh you can go see movies uh with like some of the people that you meet and make friends and stuff it, lo- it looks cool it looks wholesome i'm all for it it's coming to the xbox one and pc september 1st eldest souls coming july 29th enlisted a uh, game coming from the developers of war thunder severed steel a bullet time stunt shooter uh, we got some exclusive gameplay from Sonic Colors Ultimate, showing off one of the remastered zones, just like HD and new music and stuff like that. It looks cool. I played Sonic Colors before. It's a f- it's a fun game. Uh, Starmancer, a new simulator game from Chucklefish. Uh, Kiwi, which is another cool game that I'm excited for. You play as two little kiwi birds named Jeff and Deborah, Aww. and you're delivering mail. And that comes out August 31st. Uh, Death Run TV, a game show shooter. Overcooked is getting a birthday party update for All You Can Eat. Harold Halibut, 
Happy Game, which is a horror game they showed off. I can't remember when, but they showed that off. Uh, Minute of Violence, which is out now. Ollie Ollie World, Tales of Iron. Uh, they had a little movies games showcase, which is a developer, not like actual movie games. Uh, Story of Seasons, Friends of Mithril Town, and Room Factory 4 are coming to the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. It used to be Nintendo exclusives. But now they're coming to other consoles. Which is cool. Uh, we have Batora Last Lost Haven, Project Ferocious, coming 2023. War Cry Challenges, which is what happens if Doom and Super Meat Boy had a baby. That's what the developer said, or Troy Baker said. <laughs> Uh, Conway, Disappearance at Dolly of You, Immort- and Immortality. Uh, a lot of games, I gave them a B minus. I think they had a, that's be- mostly because they had a few more games that I was interested in than the PC game show, which is why I gave them a higher grade. Hmm. Then we got Intellivision, who announced a brand new console. And it's a plug and play console, though. It's called the Amico. Um, you got two wireless Bluetooth controllers with a small screen on it, and it's an offline plug-and-play console. Comes with six games in the pack with the console. It's got button games and motion control games, LED lighting on both the console and controllers, and uh, the games are going to go for $9.99 digitally or $20 physically. Uh, we got a new a game on there called Dolphin Quest. It is from the original Echo the Dolphin creators. And they're also going to be getting an exclusive Earthworm Gym game. <laughs> this sounds better than the Atari. Uh, what was it? The Atari VCS, like the the new one that they they remastered or something. I think. Yeah. I, really, I I didn't know that was in the works actually. Oh, it's just this this really scammy console that they're remaking, and it's, oh. it just sounds like a piece of garbage. Lovely. <laughs> But yeah, that's what they showed. I mean, it looks cool if you're an old person who's not that much into video games and wants something to do with the grandkids. Great <laughs> for you. Or if you're a parent who's too concerned about your child playing shooters and saying the fuck word, perfect for you as <laughs> fuck well. Fuck word. <laughs> uh, I gave them a C because it was it was actually it was pretty decent a decent show. Then we got Mythical Games who talked about only one game. Blanco's Block Party, a game where you play as vinyl toys that you can collect. It's free on PC in early access. One part gameplay, one part marketplace run by the players. It uses, if you're into this stuff, it uses blockchains and NFTs. Uh, You can build levels and game types. And uh, according to some stats, they had like over 70,000 NFTs purchased in the beta. You can grade up, which is how you level up your character. Uh, they're having collaborations with some clothing brands like uh, Burberry and also Dead Mouse. So oh. that's really all they showed off. It's an interesting game, not my type, but I give their show a C minus. It was pretty inf- informational. If you're into like that crypto type stuff in NFTs, this is probably a good game for you to really get some more experience in that little market field. Then we got the Indie Game Showcase, um, which was just showed game, no themes, just uh, showed some games, uh, which was nice. We had Life Slide, which, we, which is a game you play as a paper air, airplane and see how far you can get. Uh, Falling Frontier, a real-time strategy game. 
Alliance of the Sacred Sons, a 4X-type game, and Terra Invicta, a grand strategy. Uh, we got gameplay from all three of those from Hooded Horse. Um, we got a crime noir FPS in a comic book art style called Fallen Aces, which looks really cool. Larsenauts, a Overwatch Valorant-type game for VR. Uh, Toy Soldiers HD, which comes out August 2021. 20- Moolander, where you play as a UFO and fight alien cows. The hell? That comes out spring 2022. It looks weird. <laughs> uh, Bio Interstellar Arc, or Bark, uh, a side-scroller shoot-em-up where you play as uh, some animals trying to save their master who got abducted by aliens. Uh, Tunguska, the in... The Visitation, a top-down survival-type game. Neko, Ghost Jump, an action platformer, where you're a cat. And Extra Galactica, a game in early access. Overall, I gave them a B. It was quick, simple, to the point, and there were a couple games in there that I was interested in. Then, Freedom Games, another indie game showcase, basically. Dreamscaper, a roguelike game that takes place in dreams, August 12th. Airborne Kingdom, you build a town in a sky. It's like a moving, flying city. That comes to consoles in 2021. Coromon, a Pokemon clone, comes uh, out in 2022 on the PC and the Switch. Cat Cafe Manager, coming to the Switch in quarter two. uh, 2022, I believe. (coughs) To the Rescue, a dog shelter simulator. And all the money that that game makes goes to the Pet Finder Foundation. And that'll be out, uh, I think, by holiday this year. Slaughter League, it's like Wipeout, but with death. And that comes out in 2022. Uh, Dark Deity and SRPG, like Fire Emblem and stuff. One Lonely Outpost, Outpost, uh, 2022, is when it comes out. It's a town simulator. And then Sands of Aura, Tower Rush, and Enucard got trailers as well. I gave them a B as well. Then there was Bandai Namco. And, uh, yeah, they, they only showed uh, Dark Pictures Anthology, House of Ashes. Um, and they didn't announce that was what they're showing until, like, the day of. And so I gave them an F. <laughs> it, oh, dude. Like they, like people thought that they would be, you know, talking about some of their other stuff, but no, it was just Dark Pictures anthology. Ugh. So I was not interested in that, and so I didn't even watch it. And so, well, I know I, I did watch it, but like I skipped through a lot of it because it was just kind of boring. So they got an F. Sorry, Bandai. <laughs> uh, then Eureka Studio, more uh, indie games. Uh, Loop Mancer, which looks really cool. It's a cyberpunk 2D style hack and slash game in a time loop. Looks really cool. Huh. Uh, extremely realistic siege warface simulator, warfare simulator, uh, which is extremely realistic, by the way. Not really, but it looks cool. Metal Mind, which you build a custom mech and it's a dungeon crawler. The Swordsman's X Survival, a samurai survival game. Uh, Tales of Wild, Immortal Mayor, Immortal Mayor, and Reshaping Mars. All three of those are survival type games. And Mohism, a mystery visual visual novel, which looks cool as well. 
my god. And the final grade I gave uh, Eureka was a C plus. Uh, then there were three games, uh, three uh, showcases I did not watch because they were really boring and did not talk any game releases at all whatsoever. Uh, Razer, Verizon, and Take Two Interactive. Uh, they were mostly keynotes. Um, Verizon announced that they're going to be partnering with Riot, which is okay. And I didn't even, I did not even watch these ones aside from just like read up for them. So I didn't even bother giving them final grades. Yeah. Uh, and those were all the small E3 shows. Uh, any thoughts on all of those, Jackson? It was a lot to take in. It's, it was kind of a packed year, not going to lie. Um, I don't know, like, there were a lot of, there were a lot of, a lot more misses than hits, I'd say. Not like, I kind of watched all these trailers and was just like, you know what, dude? I'm never going to play anything like this. <laughs> Even during like my, my favorite showcase, which was the uh, Microsoft one, there were just a lot of games that I was just like, yeah, man, I'm, I know I'm not going to touch any of these. <laughs> we'll be getting to the Microsoft showcase in a little bit. Yeah. But first, we got to talk about the draw of the deck. What's out in the TCG world? Well, in Pokemon, Chilling Rain is now out. It is now out and available. Um, and we know that the next set coming up that you'll be hearing me talking about every week will be Evolving Skies. And we also have new gimmick cards. They're called V-Union cards. And basically, it's four individual cards becoming one big card. And those... Well, they do that like a bunch of times in the early 2000s with like... During the like a uh, gold and silver days, they did like the three pack with the. I think it was the um the legendary beasts, and I think they did one with Dialga and Palkia too. Oh, I, if if they did, I did not know that. Oh, they did. Well, it's it was kind of like a one off thing for those ah. ones, but it yeah, wasn't but for, like a a new new thing. Ah, well, they're coming uh, August first. You'll have some special promo uh, cards for it. Uh, in the world of Yu-Gi-Oh, King's Court comes out Jul- June 25th, Synchro Storm on July 15th, Cyber Strike Deck on July 30th, and the Animation Chronicle on October 1st. And no new Magic the Gathering news or Dice is Right news. And that's the week in review. It's time to now talk about what games are coming out next week on your radar. From AAA titles to upcoming indies, here's what should be on your radar. And there's actually quite a couple of games coming out. On Tuesday, Dark Alliance comes to everything but the Switch. Ender Lily's Quietus of the Nights comes out to the Switch and PC. Lego Builder's Journey comes to the Switch and PC. Uh, Olympic Games 2020 comes... Uh, the official game comes to the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Stadia. And Super Magbot comes to the PC and the Switch. On Wednesday, Fallen Knight comes to the PC as well as Out of Line. On Thursday, Alex Kidd and Miracle World DX comes to Switch, PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox One and PC. Legend of Mana comes to the PS4, Switch and PC. And The Eternal Castle Remastered comes to the PS4 and PS5. And on Friday, Mario Golf Super Rush comes to the Switch. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 comes to the Switch. Scarlet Nexus comes to everything except the Switch. And DreamWorks Spirit, Lucky's Big Adventure, comes to the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Thoughts on the games? Nothing. Nothing for me. I don't know a thing about them. I'm excited for Mario Golf. 
even then <laughs> yeah <laughs> even then Joe, I, I i've never played a mario golf game in my life oh you're missing out toadstool tour one of my favorite golf games but Dope. i'm excited the speed golf mode looks fun um and it's gonna be a good time i think and now it's time to move on to the big shows of e3 this week in the lounge that's what we're talking about this week in the game lounge tony covers a variety of topics with his weekly guest and just kick us off with this the ubisoft show uh, this was, I guess, the first of the big showcases at E3 this year. And you know what? It was all right. We started oh. off with Rainbow Six Extraction. That seemed cool. I'm excited. I'm going to get that. That was a cool showcase. And I've been waiting for that for a long time. Yes. Uh, we, got a whole, we got a lot for it. A new trailer, some gameplay, and the release date of September 16th. Um, the alien species that you're fighting off are called Archaeons. It's a three-player co-op. And if you die, well, you got to go save that operator now, which is I think is really cool. So it really encourages, hey, don't die, fucker. Because <laughs> otherwise you're going to lose everything. Well, it's like a GTFO, right? Like you go in there and you got to be all stealthy and silent and stuff like that and take out these, uh, like the aliens or the zombies or whatever. Did you ever play the... Um like the PVE mode that they put into Siege like three years ago, like the predecessor of that the game. Oh, the, oh, the the little I I I, I saw or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I saw stuff like that. Yeah, it was a cool. I never event. played it. I never played it though. I didn't it, play much of Rainbow Six Siege. I played like I played it for like a day, and that was it. No, it was a cool event. Like I, I played it a lot with a friend of mine. Um, yeah, it was a lot. It was only like for three weeks though, which I was like, dude, just put this in the game, dude. Like. Like, what the hell are you guys doing? I think they might have, but they was like, I think so many people liked it a lot that they're like, why don't we just make this its own game? Oh, yeah. Do more with it than just <laughs> kind of have it what it is now. Yeah, which is fair. Whatever. Uh, and then they came out and showed off Rocksmith Plus. Um, you can sign up for the closed beta. It is now a subscription service on mobile, PC, all the consoles. And it's going to help you learn guitar, or you can just play songs on guitar that are you know, that are just, like, licensed and stuff. And it's going to have a huge library, and you can also make your own tracks and upload them, too. Uh, I told my, my brother's kind of looking forward to this. He played the original Rocksmith. He's a guitar player, so I, he's he said it's kind of cool what they're doing with that. Hmm. Uh, then uh, we got one that I'm, I'm looking forward to, Riders Republic. And I want I, I kind of want to classify this game as like a successor to Steep in a sense, where you have uh, where Steep was like a mountaintop. You could do all those mountain sports like skiing, snowboarding, paragliding, and whatnot. Picture that, but put it in X Games, make it more extreme. We got BMX, flying suits, and a lot of other X type game sports. I think uh, the snowboarding makes a return, and it's it's basically like summer Steep essentially, but there's like more. And it looks really cool. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. It's a game that I'm looking forward to. I probably will get uh, week one when it comes out. Uh, then, of course, Rainbow Six talked about year six for the game. Uh, and they released a new trailer for the new operator, Thunderbird. Ooh, that's a cool name. Uh, and then we got uh, some brief looks at a couple things. Uh, Mirage for Honor, which is, I think, the DLC 
or the next expansion for For Honor. Uh, new map maker stuff for Trackmania. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming to Brawlhalla. A new Crew 2 update. And for Watch Dogs Legion, the Bloodlines DLC. Featuring Aiden Pierce from Watch Dogs 1 and Wrench from Watch Dogs 2. They're still doing things with Watch Dogs? What the hell? Yeah. I mean, they added a new zombie mode to the game. Really? Yeah. Damn. Um, and they also teased uh, that they'll be doing stuff for Ghost Recon's 20th anniversary. Ooh. Uh, and then, out of left field, we got a movie trailer for the game the game you've never heard of, Werewolves Within. <laughs> That's <laughs> legit how they pitched it as well. What? That's so weird. Uh, it's a cool trailer. It's uh, basically a werewolf is among them, the people in a house, and they're trying to figure out who it is. Huh. And everybody has a gun. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, and then, of course, uh, we got more Far Cry 6 stuff. Another new trailer. And then a season pass trailer. And the season pass for this game, they're like, oh, yeah, also, it has nothing to do with uh, Far Cry 6 at all. What if you wanted to, Have you ever wanted to play as Voss, Pagan Min... And Joseph, the villains from 3, 4, and 5, respectively. Not not really. (laughs) The expansion pass is going to give us that opportunity by letting us enter the minds of Far Cry's villains. That's so weird. It's weird. The trailer looks cool. And then they ended that trailer by showing off, oh yeah, also, remember Far Cry Blood Dragon? Yes. Well, we're getting a second one. (gasps) Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Wait... (sighs) Wait, what? Like, they're... They're doing a new Blood Dragon. Like, yeah. the first one was based off of Far Cry 4. Now we're getting one for Far Cry 3. The first one was based off of Far Cry... No. Well, it was, its own, it was its own thing, but it was uh, around the Far Cry 4 era. Um, so now there's one that's gonna... It's a new... Basically, we're getting a new Far Cry Blood Dragon. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, called, Far- it's called Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. Oh, okay. Oh, I can't wait for that. I've been waiting for a sequel to Blood Dragon. That so, was yeah. a good one. Mm-hmm. So we're getting that, which is dope. And then we got the new reveal and gameplay trailer for Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Where <laughs> Mario and the Rabbids have gone to space and joined their new friend, Rabbid Rosalina and the Rabbid Lumas. Eh, that's give or take. I don't really care. I, I enjoy... I'm I'm actually going... I actually went back and I'm playing through Mario and Rabbids to finish the game because I never finished it. It's honestly really fun. I forgot how fun the game is. Hmm. They did a really good job with it. Uh, and then lastly, out of left field again, we're getting an Avatar game. Now, oh. not, the, not the last airbender. I'm talking about the blue people. Dude, that was so cool. I, I, I'm really looking forward to that. You ever see you ever see the um or you ever play the old like 2009 game like the movie game that came out with it? I did not. It was really good. It was really cool. There was so many cool vehicles, all the monsters that you can use when with the uh, the Navi, and um like all those like vehicles with like the like the the military dudes. Like that was a cool game, and I'm excited for this one. Oh, um. We do know that it'll be using the latest Snowdrop engine to build the game, and honestly, I gave it a fi- I gave Ubisoft a a 
solid A. It was a good show. They it had a lot a of show. really dope reveals. Um, and honestly, it was really good. They didn't... Uh, there were hardly any cringy moments at this E3, <laughs> aside from like Gearbox and Capcom, which we'll get to later. But honestly, Ubisoft had a solid show. It had a bit of everything for people who are fans of Ubisoft. And has some really cool new games coming out for people who, for me, who's not the biggest Ubisoft guy. But like Riders Republic, I'm excited for. Mario and Rabbids, I'm excited for. Far Cry 6, I'm going to say this. Far Cry 6 looks great. I am excited for Far Cry 6. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of 5, honestly. Like, I didn't really like it. But like, I know that I'll probably get it at a discount. Just play through it and just toss it aside. Far Cry games are five. solid. Yeah, they're usually pretty solid. Five, five you know, play five, you're, you're not missing out. <laughs> five sucked. <laughs> five was not that good. And with that, um, we'll move on to the second show, the Microsoft Bethesda show. Oh. And they started off big. Todd Howard on the stage, first thing you see. And he's like, okay, folks, it's time for us to talk about the next big adventure that we're working on, Starfield. And then they give us the trailer. And of course, if you don't know, Starfield is basically the next Skyrim Fallout adventure that we're getting. Except we're in space. And then the date comes out with the following words. Xbox exclusive. Dude, that was such a ballsy move. I am so... Like... I'm glad that this is going to be an exclusive. Because this is something that Xbox needs it, it definitely is yeah and there are a lot of pissed off people on playstation that like are pissed that this is coming out and i was like well sucks to suck i guess you guys got what god of war last of us one not two uh what, what spider-man all these cool games fuck off we're gonna take this one yeah Honestly, and looking at it, I'm like, you know, it's a it's a good move on Xbox. It is a, such a good move on Xbox's part. Yeah, and, the one uh, uh, Deathloop, I think, is going to be staying on PlayStation, which is yeah. They've announced that one like so far early, like oh, much yeah. way before like the acquisition even happened. I think that'll probably be one of the last multi-platform games Bethesda will probably do. Yeah, I'm glad that they're not going to just say, fuck you, this is our game now. They're going to honor that agreement. Yeah, but yeah, it comes out 11-11-2022. So we got one more year before it comes out, but a huge move on Bethesda, and honestly, this game will probably be an Xbox Xbox Series X seller. I'm sure it will, yeah. Unless it ends up like Fallout 76. Yeah, but I mean, they're not doing any online features with no, it. No, thank so. fucking God. <laughs> I feel like, if anything, it'll just be like Skyrim, where it's like, you know, the occasional bugs and stuff with how... If there's no bugs for this game, I would be surprised. Um, there, dude, there is. Let's be come, real. Come yeah. on, let's be real. Let's be real. <laughs> they we are. Ex- we, there are expectations that Bethesda has. Like, let's be real, there will be some bugs. But honestly, as long as it doesn't break the game in any bad, big way... The game's gonna do great. I oh think. yeah, I'm sure. Um, and that was like that was the first thing. So they came out swinging with that. Then we got a trailer for Stalker Two. It's a first-person shooter game that takes place in Chernobyl. Comes out April 28th, 2022, and it looks really interesting. Kind of creepy-ish at points, but really interesting. 
Yeah, Stalker is more like a more realistic Metro, like um, Tarkov mixed with Metro. I guess they're kind of the same thing, but um, yeah, no, like I'm excited for that one. And like you can, I can, I can run it on my grandma's like <laughs> pacemaker. <laughs> I think I I got that from somewhere near gamers. I didn't come up with that, <laughs> but. Wow. After that, we got another new trailer for Back for Blood, showing off Swarm Mode and the competitive multiplayer. And uh, they showed off even more of that with the Warner Brothers presentation after Xbox, which was the Back for Blood PvP showcase, showing off the PvP modes of uh, Swarm Mode, a 4v4, four survivors, four zombie creatures, uh, get to the extraction point faster, basically, was the goal. And uh, it, the game looks great. I think this game is going to do really well. It looks really cool. I never played a Left 4 Dead game, though. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I mean, I never owned a PC, and they're really mostly on PC. I mean, they're on Xbox as well. and P- Well, PS3, not maybe not PS4. But, but yeah, wow. I've never really, yeah, I've never played a Left 4 Dead game. So. Wow. You're missing out. I know. Well, once I get my PC, I'll probably pick up one of them. Maybe. Oh, yeah. I'll... we'll see but like um yeah it looks good i'm i'm kind of i am looking forward to back for blood it looks great yeah agreed. Uh, then we got a teaser for contraband we didn't get really much details it's a new co-op game coming from avalanche but we've just got some interesting things about that one and then out of left field sea of thieves a pirate's life a brand new original story for the game Featuring Disney's Jack Sparrow. This is such a weird DLC, but like I'm intrigued. Like something like that is really cool. I fell off Sea of Thieves so quick. It's very much a game that you need to have like friends and you. Oh it's yeah, a, a game you gotta get like immersed in. You gotta so get a really, crew yeah. and stuff like that. It's, but it's it's good fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Captain Jack Sparrow and Davy Jones. Yeah, that was sweet. It was was not expecting that. We'll say that. I will say that was not expecting Jack Sparrow in Sea of Thieves. Um, and then we got a quick thing about Yakuza. All of the Yakuza games are now on Games Pass as they just put Like a Dragon onto the service. So if you have not played any of the Yakuza games and you own an Xbox, go play them. They're the best games ever. 10 out of 10. Each and every one of them except for three and five. Five gets like an eight because it's just too damn long. And three is just because eh, it's still on like the original engine and they should have just made a Kiwami three. That's my hot take. <laughs> um, we then got a new short trailer for 12 minutes from Annapurna Studios. Uh, 12 minutes is that game where you're in a death loop or a time loop. Uh, starring James McAvoy, Daisley Ridley, and Willem Dafoe. That comes out August 19th. Uh, we also got a brand new Psychonauts 2 trailer coming out, and the game comes out August 25th. And then 10 more Bethesda titles are coming to Games Pass for a total of 30 now on that service. Uh, included uh, Doom Eternal now on Games Pass. And I think like a lot of the older Fallout, like Fallout 1 and 2, are even going to be coming on that now. So, you have a lot. There's a lot of Bethesda titles on there, a lot of old ones, a lot of new ones. Go check them out. Uh, we then got 
another trailer for 76, Fallout 76. Uh, Steel Rain, that expansion will be going free-to-play for all players coming come July 7th. And they teased off their next expansion, Expeditions the Pit, coming 2022. I'm liking what they're doing with Fallout 76. It's been getting a lot better, I, I in my opinion. Yeah, definitely had like a very awful launch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we then got a trailer for a new game called Party Animals. If you've ever played Gang Beasts... It's a lot like that, just with animals. So it looks fun, coming out 2022. And then they announced that Hades will be coming to the Series X on August 13th. Uh, and then we got each other for Somerville, a th- thriller side-scroller from the co-developer of Limbo and Inside. So the game looks really good. And the reason that this is happening is because the two co-developers of Limbo and Inside had a falling out. One of them left that studio and is now making this. Hmm. So it's going to be a good game. I'm just going to say that much. Like Limbo and Inside are fantastic as they are. So this is going to be good as well. And then we got the big one. The big thing, Halo Infinite. Hmm. We got a new small story trailer. Uh, where the chief was using his grappling hook to get through some space debris. And we got to meet the new AI that will be traveling with the chief. And I'll bet you 10 bucks there's already Rule 34 images of her. Oh my god, I bet. Um, Which looks cool. I'm excited for Halo Infinite. But then they dropped a huge bomb, showed off the multiplayer, and then revealed, hey, you like what you see? Well, guess what? Anyone can play this because it's going to be free to play. Dude, the Halo Halo Infinite multiplayer looks so good. It like, absolutely does. Oh god, I can't wait for it. And of course, both of those will be dropping holiday twenty twenty one. We don't know the exact date quite yet. Uh, we then got another trailer for Diablo two Resurrected coming September twenty third. Uh, trailers for Plague Tale Requiem and Slime Rancher two both coming in twenty twenty two. Another. Far Cry 6 trailer. Is there, this like, Far Cry 6 was a big game at E3 this year. Um, this trailer featured a killer rooster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Um, then we got Shredders, a snowboarding game that's going to be coming December 2021. Atomic Heart, uh, coming 2022. <clears throat> uh, the Grounded Year 2 update. The Shroom and Doom update which will also be adding achievements. And that comes June 30th. Ayudin Chronicles 100 Heroes and Ayudin Chronicles Rising are uh, one set for 2022, the other for 2023. Both RPGs similar to Octopath in their art style, at least. Uh, Then we got The Ascent, a co-op shooter roguelike, coming July 29th. Age of Empires 4, coming October 28th. Outer Worlds 2 confirmed for development. That was cool, and I'm glad that it's getting a sequel. I hated like the Deadpool movie approach, where it was just like saying everything that was going on and going, "Ah, funny." Is that yeah, was like, very self-aware. Uh, I was like, oh, "Shut up!" Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we got Microsoft Flight Sim. It will be coming to Series X July 27th, and they're going to be collaborating with Top Gun Maverick uh, in the fall, and you'll be able to fly some fighter jets. Hmm. 
And then they ended the show with two things. The first, Forza Horizon 5 with a huge gameplay uh, reveal uh, showing basically like your standard Forza Horizon gameplay reveal. I think they've done that formula multiple times, but it works. It shows off the game pretty well. It looks really cool. Mexico is where it'll be taking place uh, with a new campaign designed to have you explore like the whole region. It looks really cool. It looks really good. I will say that. And then Arcane Studios revealed a brand new IP called Redfall. Four-player co-op game where you kill vampires as, like, super-powered young adults. It comes out summer 2022. That game looked dumb. <laughs> I'm just saying that right now. I I thought that looked pretty dumb. I, I, think, it's, I think it's cool. I want to see more trailers, though, for this to really see more gameplay of what it'll possibly look like. But overall, Xbox had a really good show. Yeah, I think it I I think I think it won. I'm going to go as far as to say I think it won. It had a really good show. They definitely did. I gave them a solid A. Uh they had a lot of cool reveals. Uh some better than others. Um and, but they, and they were really good with just like going back to back to back. Yeah, it got just no bullshit straight no to bullshit, the point, yeah. which was good. Which was really good. <clears throat> Uh, then we get to Square Enix, hosted by Matt Mercer. The big thing that they did at the top of the show was show off the brand new Guardians of the Galaxy game from Eidos Montreal. That looks cool. I I think the Guardians look pretty goofy. <laughs> Not gonna lie, but um, I'm excited to play it. Like I think that it'll look good, or that it'll be good. I should yeah. say. They showed off the cinematic trailer and some gameplay. Probably a bit too much gameplay because it did kind of drag for a bit. Um, it comes out October 26, 2021. Damn, that's right around the corner. It is. Uh, then we got a announcement trailer that Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster, basically Final Fantasy 1 through 6, coming to Steam and Mobile. Uh, remastered a little bit as well, so that's cool. And we got one final trailer for Legend, uh, Legend of Mana, which comes out June 24th. And then we got an update for Marvel's Avengers. Uh, Cosmic Cube comes out in June, which you fight a chick. I think it's that chick from the main story. You fight her yeah. again. Uh, then you're getting Wasteland Patrol coming somewhere in beyond, where you're basically able to refight some bosses out in like this new open area and stuff. And then the next big expansion that's coming later this year, I think, War for Wakanda, mm-hmm. where you get to play as a T'Challa himself. Yeah. I'll probably play that. I, I'm I'm interested in in that. Uh, then we got the some mobile games that were shown off: Hitman Sniper, The Shadows, Near Reincarnation, and Final Fantasy VII: The First Soldier, the battle royale game on mobile. Which, ah, uh, ah, uh, no. Uh, then we got a new trailer coming from Platinum Games: Babylon's Fall, a dungeon crawler hack and slash with four-player co-op. They are currently recruiting for the closed beta. It's going to be available on PS4, PS5, and Steam. And then they showed off, uh, before they showed off Life is Strange True Colors with a gameplay reveal and a new trailer, which comes September 10th. They're like, hey, Life is Strange, the first one, is getting a remaster with the Life is Strange Remastered Collection, which features Life is Strange 1 and its DLC that it got. Um, So that comes out September 30th. And then they ended the show with 
Stranger of Paradise, which is a which how they stated a bold new version of Final Fantasy that will be using the Warriors engine, um, very much like Neo uh, from the looks of it, because Neo also uses the Warriors engine and is like an RPG. So that's how its gameplay is going to be looking like. And a demo is available soon, or is there is a demo right now on PlayStation Five. I'm kind of excited because it's a new Final Fantasy type game, and it looks interesting. Um, but that was the Square Enix show, and uh, the, the, their big thing was, of course, Guardians. Yeah, yeah, probably the best part of that show. Not gonna lie, uh, I gave their final grade an A minus. As there were some cool things, but not a lot of things that interested me. But they still did a pretty good job of going back to back. They're only downside i think was that guardians kind of dragged on a bit too long for me that's one of the big irks i gave that show and the mobile games they honestly didn't need to show them at all but i gave them a solid a minus there were some games i'm excited for in there uh then we go to capcom and what a disappointment capcom was uh let's start out they start off with resident evil village uh, reminder, giving the reminder that, hey, if you purchase Village, you get early access to Reverse, their multiplayer game that's coming soon. And they teased that development has started for DLC for Resident Evil Village. Cool. Then we went into Monster Hunter Stories 2, a game that we've known about for a while. They showed a small gameplay trailer, told us what uh, that there's going to get free updates for the game. The trial demo will be out on June 25th, and it's going to have a release date of July 9th. And that was it. Then there was the Monster Hunter Rise stuff. There's going to be some collaborating content with stories coming in June, July. And the 3.1 update <coughs> that will feature new quests and stuff will be out on June 24th. That was it. Then uh, they showed off some gameplay for Great Ace, uh, the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Which is the new Ace Attorney games that used to be Japan exclusive coming to North America. That was cool. Comes out July 27th. But we knew most of that stuff already. It was really just a small gameplay showcase. And then we got a look at some Street Fighter V eSports stuff. Which, why? Do people still even play Street Fighter outside of, like, low-tier god? <laughs> yeah, there's still, like, a good community around it. So, But still, it was just like, you, you, you really didn't need to show that. Uh, <laughs> overall, Capcom was very disappointing. They only talked about games that were that we knew about. Nothing new was shown off. And their presentation, the person that they had, not great. And even the transitions in between were not great either. I gave them a D. Capcom sucked. Yeah, I don't I don't even think I watched any Capcom stuff. Honestly. You didn't you didn't miss anything. Capcom yeah. was you did honestly, if you didn't watch Capcom, probably for the better. It was bad. Um and lastly, the Nintendo Direct. A lot of people, a lot of people said this year, like until the Nintendo show, that E3 was kind of on the verge of being really bad. Which I wouldn't disagree with. I think there were some. I think that Xbox had a really solid show, but like everything else aside from that, one good show out of like however many there were, not great. Yeah. So what did Nintendo do? Well, they started off with the new Smash reveal. We're getting Kazuya from Tekken. He is the new character coming to Smash Bros. And then Sakurai came on and said, Hey, 
We're currently filming the Sakurai Presents for this character, and that will be out June 28th for you to watch. Cool. New Smash character. That was dope. What was next? Uh, they showed off Life is Strange, uh, True Colors, and the uh, Collector's Edition, the game, whatever it was, uh, Remastered Edition. Those are both coming to the Switch. And then they're like, hey, this Monkey series is turning 20. And a lot of people were like, oh, Donkey Kong? And then I'm like, no, Donkey Kong's not turning 20, people. Donkey Kong's like at least 40. If He's around the age of Mario. If not, he's older than Mario. Um, Super Monkey Ball is getting a brand new game for the Switch. Is Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, and it is a remaster of Monkey Ball 1, Monkey Ball 2, and Monkey Ball Deluxe. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I love Super Monkey Ball, especially 1 and 2. This is it's just mm, chef's kiss. <laughs> then, right after that, we got a new Mario Party trailer. For Mario Party Superstars, five classic Nintendo 64 Mario Party boards, 100 plus mini games, all returning to this franchise. October 29th with a release date, and it's what the Mario Party of the Top 100 should have been. And I'm excited for this because it's basically if they do it right, it could be a good Mario Party game, which they haven't had in a good long while. And then. Their big thing that, like, a lot of people went bonkers for. First, they're like, hey, Metroid Prime 4, development is still going good with that. But we have a new Metroid game that we're, we want to show off to you right now. And it's a new 2D Metroid game. Metroid Dread. That comes out this year, October 8th, with two new Amiibo. And... Fun fact about this game. This game was teased 15 years ago. Really? Yep. How so? So, uh, Metroid developers back in the day, they wanted to work on basically the fifth Metroid 2D game. But it, it, they were like working on it, but then it got canceled because the hardware they had, just it wasn't good enough. And uh, so then they worked on it. They stopped working. They worked on it a few years again. Still wasn't good enough hardware. And then when they did the Samus Returns for the 3DS, uh, they, the developers that they worked with were like, hey, you guys are really good at this. Here's what we want to do. Want to help us. And they're like, yeah. And so Metroid Dread was put back into development and is now coming for the Switch. Hmm. Uh, there's a whole uh, developer interview actually talking about the history of Dread. And like its development, so you can actually watch that if you want more information on it from the developer's mouth themselves. And then, in probably the most ironic part of the Nintendo Direct, we got more gameplay from Monster Hunter Stories 2 than the Capcom Showcase. In a shorter amount of time than the Capcom Show, we got more stuff revealed than the Capcom Show for this game. Which I think was hilarious. Hmm. And then, we're getting a new WarioWare game. Uh, WarioWare Get It Together, which comes out September 10th, which no one was expecting. That was really cool. And then we got the new gameplay trailer for Shin Megami Tensei Five, With a release date of November 12th and a Switch exclusive, it looks good. I'm excited for Shin Megami Tensei Five. If you like Persona and, you don't, and, you, and you've never played a, Persona, a Shin Megami game, uh, it's basically Persona on hard mode. And that's just normal difficulty. 
They're really hard games, but they're really cool. Um, and then, out of left field, which I wasn't expecting, Danganronpa is coming to the Switch as Danganronpa Decadence. It's a combo of uh, Danganronpa 1, 2, V3, and the brand new original game Danganronpa S Ultimate Summer Camp, which is basically a mini game in 3, but they've expanded upon it to make it its own game. Uh, you can get that physically, all four games in one, or you can buy them each digitally, individually. Uh, and then Fatal Frame Men on the Blackwater, one of the Wii U titles, is coming to the Switch! Another Wii U game on the Switch, which makes the Wii U even more pointless today than it ever was. And then, again, out of left field, Advanced Wars, from the Game Boy Advance, is getting a reboot! With Advanced Wars 1-2 Boot Camp being rebuilt from the ground up. That's coming out, uh, I think, later this year. And then the end of the show came. Like This is the last segment of the show. And a lot of people got almost ranged because of what they showed first. It was Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, the season pass, uh, coming June 18th. And a lot of people were like, this is it. This is the last thing they're showing. But then uh, the Zelda director came out and was like, hello, everybody. You just saw that. And now I'd like to show you some more stuff. Uh, the first thing that they showed, of course, was another Skyward Sword trailer because that's coming out really soon. And then out of his little coat pocket, he pulled out a Zelda Game & Watch. Uh, he's like, this is what we're releasing to celebrate Legend of Zelda's 35th anniversary because we don't have any campaign planned or games planned. They were like, okay. And then he's like, okay, and now probably what you've all been waiting for, here is some new footage from Breath of the Wild 2. And we got new footage of Breath of the Wild 2. Uh, and then they talked about it a bit. We're going to, not only can you go to the all of Hyrule, or, you know, the ground of Hyrule, but you can now travel the skies of Hyrule, which looks really dope. Uh, and from the looks of it, Link got Edward Elric, or I, I guess I, I guess you could say Edward Elric rolled. I get it, because he he loses an arm from the looks of it. <laughs> so spoiler, Link's Link's got a robot arm, but he gets like some cool power ups with it. Um, and overall, honestly, Nintendo had a really good showcase. I had the most things I was excited for, which is why I gave Nintendo an A plus rank. But that, that's because Nintendo, I, I'm such a Nintendo guy, and they had, like, the most things that I was excited for. So that's why they got the A+. And that's it. That was E3. Man, what a year. <laughs> what a year. A lot of a, a lot of games. A lot. There were a lot of games. I will give E3 that. They, they talked about and showed off a lot of games, which I think is great. Uh, what I don't think was great about the show this year, though, was there was a lot of dryness with a lot of the smaller shows. And it was hard to, like, be excited for a lot of the smaller games, but there was just so many, and they didn't show too, too much for a lot of them. And I think that, like, the big saviors of E3 this year, like, the good shows were Ubisoft, Nintendo, and Xbox Bethesda. Squares was good, too, but I would, I would put Square up there, too. Those were like the really only good shows. Everything else was kind of meh. Yeah, I, I would agree. I'd be inclined to agree. Yeah. And with that, it's time to move on to the bonus level. 
Now accessing the bonus level. And this week on the bonus level, we got top five. The top five E3 moments. Jackson, I'll let you kick it off. I don't know. A lot of a lot of my um, I don't I don't even think I really have five E three moments. Honestly, I have maybe I maybe have like three. I'll take honest. it. Um, you know, Starfield number one. Like the fact that we're finally getting the release date, and the like that also puts into perspective how close Elder Scrolls Six is, because yeah, like they, they said, said that, that it would be a few years after Starfield. So if Starfield's coming out next year. And I sorry, next November, um, I could see ESO or sorry, Elder Scrolls Six, not ESO, um, coming out probably in like 2024, 2025. Yeah. Um, that's not my number one, and Halo definitely was number two. Um, and uh, I don't know, my third one, uh, I don't even really know. I, I, I like, I, I wasn't a huge fan of like Legend of Le- Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild when it came out. I don't know. It was just, it was just, it wasn't that good in my opinion, but like I saw the uh, trailer for like the, the sequel and it looked pretty good. I would be like, uh, yeah, maybe I'll try this out. Like I'll try this one out too. We'll see a little sad that there was no like destiny Two stuff. Cause that's my bread and butter obviously, but that's okay. They'll probably show something later on this summer. Who knows? Yep. We do got summer games fest. We still have a whole lot that we'll be covering over the summer. Um, so Expect more, obviously. Like EA, we're getting the EA show come July. Yeah, Uh, we'll have, we'll definitely probably have a Sony State of Play sometime in the future. So, yeah, I'm a little sad that Ubisoft didn't um didn't show off any of their Star Wars game that Massive is doing. Um, All right, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for E3 is just to like just to get details on Jedi Fallen Order two if they decide to make or if they are in that process yet you know what i mean but yeah it was an okay e3 this year i'll admit as for me my top five moments uh i'm gonna give number five to riders republic i'm really excited for that game it looks really dope uh number four gonna give that to breath of the wild it was cool but i wish you got a little bit more yeah at number three monkey ball baby let's go i'm excited for monkey ball at number two, I'm giving it to the Halo Infinite. And at number one, that goes uh, to... Honestly, it really goes to fucking uh, Xbox again. They did a really good job of start the Starfield reveal. I was excited for that. And despite me being a PlayStation pleb, I'm getting my PC soon, so I'll be able to play it on PC. Oh, yeah. So... It'll run better than on the console, so I'll, I'll be fine with that. Yeah, definitely. And that's top five this week. Now to move on to this week in gaming history. From June 21st to 27th, here's what happened in the past. On the 21st in 2004, Nintendo releases Game Boy Advance cartridges with TV programming on them. The first ones for, were for Pokemon episodes. On the 22nd, 1999, Sony CEA releases Ape Escape for the PlayStation 1. On the 23rd in 1991, Sega introduces Sonic the Hedgehog for the Genesis and the Game Gear. On the 24th, 2002, Eternal Darkness Sanity's Sanity's Requiem is released on the GameCube in North America. On the 25th, Choo Choo. 
On the 25th, 2007, Nintendo stock hits $53.6 billion, slightly higher than Sony. On the 26th, 2000, Kirby 64 and the Crystal Shards is released on the N64. And on the 27th, 2011, the Supreme Court rules 7-2 that California's law restricting sale or rental of video games is unconstitutional. And that's what happened this week in gaming history. The achievement of the week this week is in Helleborn. Yo, dog, I heard you like rotors. Win a battle with a custom squadron consisting only of three Kamov line helicopters with coaxial rot. I don't know what half those words mean, <laughs> but if you're into the game, go do it. Uh, and the game to look out for is Mario Golf Super Rush. And... Here is this week's chicken update. I'm outside. It's raining. I'm cold. That's all you get. Thanks for the update, Mike. Thank you, Jackson, for coming for this E3-filled episode. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram, mostly, because I do not dwell anywhere else. You can just find me at JustJackson, with two S's on the Just. And, um... What are my other ones again? Oh, yeah. I have a radio face, uh, Instagram. Just somewhat professional. S-U-M-W-U-T. And I just post dumb shit there, too. That's professional. And I have a toy page that's basically dead. Uh, it's just called OK Jack at a Life. And that's all. I'm not doing Twitch anymore. <laughs> I've given up on that. Uh, and, of course, you can find me over on Twitter at Radio Tony. On Instagram and Twitch at Tony's Game Lounge. And, uh... Yeah. Uh, hope you had a great E3, people. Thank you once again, Jackson, for coming out. Thank you again for having and me. And thank you for listening. We will see you next week with a regular episode and less of me talking about all the game releases because my voice is almost gone. Uh, we will see you next week right here in the Game Lounge. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. You can find all social media links in the episode description. Be sure to follow the podcast on your streaming platform for new episodes and follow Tony's Game Lounge on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch for weekly updates.